It's time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646-716-4972. Now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin. Let's begin. Welcome, everybody. So good to be with you on this Memorial Day. I almost said Labor Day. I just switched it to around. But it's so good to have you here. Joining me on the podcast today is Mark Helm. Mark, thanks for taking the time out of your busy Memorial Day to join me here, friend. It's great to be here, sir. I appreciate it. Happy Veterans Day to you, Mark, and to all of our listeners. We want to say a special thanks to all of our veterans, all the military members serving or and Mark, you are a veteran. You're a veteran of the uh, of the military, and so thank you for your service. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, David, six years, nine months, and twenty three days. Not that I'm <laughs> counting. And, and my and my and my tour in Vietnam. Yeah, I'm a little veteran. Yeah, yeah, you're a veteran, a true veteran, and serving in Vietnam. I uh, I uh, the military did not find me fit for service. I got a four F out of there, and so I rejoiced about that. But I kind of feel like I got cheated in some ways because. See what it has done for so many. Of course, many did not make it home from Vietnam, and then, and uh, I think about all those. So, uh, wherever you're at, and with for the veterans out there, thank you for your service. Those are still serving. Thank you for your service. Those that did not come come home, and you are a family member suffering that loss. We still that's something you just never replace is the loss of the loved one that gave their the ultimate sacrifice for our country. We're so grateful for that. We're glad because we have David, free speech. I'd, I'd like to tell you tell a little story yeah. here real quick if you don't mind. Please. Yeah. Out of the blue last week, I got uh, four tickets to the Gary Sinise concert in Washington D.C. and he has wow. Lieutenant Band Dan's band from the Forrest Gump days, uh, and he's having a concert at Constitution Hall, um, off of uh, one of the main drags in D.C. and uh, we. Uh, I got invited to that with four tickets, and I made a decision. I called my my niece and her husband and a friend of mine that's a retired brigadier general, and I got on a plane Friday morning, flew to Washington, D.C., had lunch, went to the concert that night, and got on a plane and came back. And the whole premise of that concert was the welcome back, and I was one, and I remember this, Vietnam veterans, because when we came back from Vietnam, we weren't welcome back. The country no, was so much against the war that, uh, you know, I walked through the Oakland airport and Dallas airport and had drinks thrown on me and people spitting on me. Uh, only wow. a decent treatment when I got back to Charlotte, North Carolina. And that was pretty much the way most veterans from Vietnam were treated. It were in uniform when they came home. Okay. So this concert, he had to stand up twice during the concert. It was probably about 10% of the people were as veterans. You know, most, most veterans now are it's still living or uh, I'm probably one of the younger guys at 72 or or most of them are uh, 74 and up. Uh, there was a Medal of Honor winner there that was the, when they filled Forrest Gump, he was the one that got the medal that Forrest was being delivered, oh, really? and they imposed okay. Forrest on his face, and he's 76. But it wow. was a wonderful time, and I really want to go out and make a statement online here. I really thank Gary and uh, Gary Sinise Foundation for what he does for veterans across the board oh, yeah. and tell him I certainly appreciate the concert I attended Friday night. 
What? Uh, that's excellent, Mark. I didn't know that. I was in Washington, D.C. by accident uh, yesterday, and it's because my flight from Chicago got canceled. And so they, they decided to fly me home to Austin, Texas from Chicago uh, via Washington, D.C. Go figure. So anyway, they got probably the quickest way to get me home. But anyway, out there. So anyway, it's, 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 uh, you think about what, the, what has been sacrificed, the years that you and many, many – millions of others have been given their lives to and we're just uh, so grateful and uh, while i was not excited about going to vietnam and i was grateful that i got a 4f and flunked the physical because i had an ulcer at the time i um i look at that and i go in another respect like I, in another respect i got cheated i cheated myself out of that i was i should have gone in and served and i wished i had but one of those things so anyone that's out there considering service uh in the military do it everyone that i know has gone through it like mark sounds like can tell you the days minutes and hours all that down to uh when you served how long it is not the most pleasant experience but it is one that lasts and the principles that you get out of that mark i mean you got so much out of it i remember you and i've talked about that talk about yeah well that. i turned 20 i turned 21 in vietnam i I like to say I grew up and became a man in Vietnam. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it is. Um, it is. It's. We're grateful. Happy Memorial Day to everyone, all you veterans and uh, families that are out there. We appreciate you. We appreciate your service. Again, this podcast is created created by mortgage professionals, veterans of the mortgage industry. We're four more veterans of the mortgage industry, and we're grateful to have you as our listener. I'm talking about the mortgage professionals. And using the word veterans a little loosely there as this day. So we're so grateful to have you as our listener. Again, our commitment is to bring you timely information in an audio format that you can listen to anytime and anywhere. I want to say thank you to our sponsors, Candor Technology. What um, Tom and his crew there at Candor have put together is just so good. Um, you got to go listen to the interview that we just did with Ed uh, and then the one previous to that with Earl. They're on, they're on our website. You go in and search for those really in, deep insights as to what's going on. Also, uh, Finastro, I want to say thank you very much to them and their sponsorship of the podcast. Uh, they do a great job with their, their um, LOS system, their POS system, and it gets fully integrated system across all the platforms there are. When you look at different platforms out there, you look at what is existing and the legacy versions that are out there, and you look at who's doing new and innovative things you got to check out what Fitfinastra is doing, and we're very excited to have them as a sponsor. Also, Total Expert. Again, we've got very excited uh, that we've got the, the conference coming up, the, um, the, the uh, uh, user conference, uh, Total Expert user conference uh, in Washington, excuse me, in San Diego. I've got Washington, D.C. in my mind. We're going to be in San Diego, California. Uh, we'll be happy to send the uh, insights or links to you can register for the conference. Uh, I think the thing is pretty filled up already, but get insights to what they're doing. Listen to the podcast interview we did with Joe Weldu on March 15th of this year. Also, Simple Necklace, grateful for their technology. Also, what we're doing with the MBA. Thank God we have the MBA and all that they're doing on the Hill to try to keep things going in the right direction for our industry. So many forces seem to be working against us. Also, I want to say special thank you to Lenders One and the Mobile Collab. Both of these co-op do a great job of helping us as an industry uh, meet and interact in smaller groups in a more intimate setting with each other. Um, you got to get to research both of these. Thank you to them and their sponsorship. 
also Knowledge Coop and MMI. These two companies help you select the right loan officers, give you intelligence, business intelligence, BI tools. We talk about artificial intelligence, it's business intelligence. The two go hand in hand. And what these two companies can do is helping you get insights into who, what markets to go into, what realtors to be working with, which graphic markets to go into. It's really powerful, these two tools. And there's going to be a new one joining us, Emergent. It's going to be coming a sponsor. Again, I think it's starting this month. Now, we've got another one coming in. And as soon as they sign the contract, I can't wait to um, uh, launch them and uh, have them. We'll be talking about another technology company. Thank you for all your sponsors. Uh, Modex, Mobility, MMI, check them out, as well as Mortgage Advisory Tools. So grateful to have you here. Listen. Oh, Ed Kanye uh, from Candor. We're releasing that. We released that. May 26th. Yeah, we're on the 29th. So that went out last week. I was right. This is uh, some old notes I brought up and looking at that. So a special thank you to all our regulars, which we have Adam DeSanctis, Les Parker, Matt Graham, David Kittle, Alice Alvey, Alan Pollock, and of course, Mark Helm. He's here with us. So let's get over to the MBA's segment. They send in the segment. Thank you, Adam, for doing that. Let's hear what the MBA has for us on a report this week. Hi, I'm Adam DeSanctis. This is the Mortgage Minute, the latest news from the Mortgage Bankers Association. Last week, FHFA Director Sandra Thompson testified before the House Financial Services Committee with much of the discussion focused on their LLPA updates to the GSE's pricing framework that were announced in January. A number of the questions were asked by a bipartisan slate of committee members on topics of key interest to MBA members, such as FHFA's Federal Home Loan Bank Review, the GSE's implementation of the proposed buy-merge credit reports, the future of the GSE's ongoing conservatorship, and concerns regarding GSE pricing variations for third-party originated loans. Hearing questions from elected officials can sometimes place pressure on an agency like FHFA to resolve issues garnering significant attention, including the implementation of specific programs and the nature of enforcement actions. House Republicans noticed GSE pricing-related legislation as part of the Thompson hearing. That bill advanced via committee markup the next day and will likely receive a full House floor vote in the coming months. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you, MBA, for all that they do for us and our industry. We talk a lot about that, but I want to stay focused on this. We're going to have this more of an abbreviated podcast today because it is a holiday. Mark and I want to get back to our family and enjoying our holiday, but I really am excited to have Mark here. Mark, do you want any comments you want on the you want to make about the NBA segment before we move on? Whoops, I just realized I was getting an echo, Mark, and I uh, muted the mic because we were getting an echo out of your mic for some reason. I was hearing myself come back in, so I had muted out. Any comments you have to... Um, the NBA report. Mark? I think that uh, I think that what's amazing about any comments we get today from anyone is about the just the general turmoil we got in the industry. And I've had a numerous uh, conversations with people recently, believe it or not, wanting to get into the mortgage business. And mm-hmm. uh, they, it's interesting because these are people now that are serious about it because they think they can make it work, et cetera rather than people that we had get into the business, you know, in the last decade that got into it because a lot of money was being made and they thought they could right. make money, et cetera, et cetera, to do that. So I think we're going to get a new mix of people getting into business, people that have adequate capital to get in, they understand what the capital requirements are, they understand what they got to do to make business. And I think it's going to change the next, probably next four or five years, 
in my humble opinion, is going to change the landscape of mortgage uh, banking as we knew it with the new players that are going to enter the market. Yeah, and new players with new technology. I want to talk about that a little yep. bit later. Very definitely technology. Think, yes, sir. Yeah, the te- technology is going to be playing. It's not, it's not necessarily the technology that's here today, except our sponsors are going to be around here, definitely. Uh, but, I mean, there's some new technology that's coming in that's really, really exciting. I can't wait to get on and get uh, John Maynell on from Emergent to talk about what that does. It's like, are you kidding me? What this can do to help you build and go in a particular direction where the market is? We'll talk more about that. John will be coming a guest here. We'll, we'll be recording that. Let's get over to Les Parker and get an update. He turned in the TM Spotlight. Always interested to hear what music parody he has, especially when it being a holiday. So, Les Parker, what you got? TM Spotlight Soundbite. Whoops. TM Spotlight Soundbite is brought to you by Power Seller, making hedging easy. Who thought there's one over bulls in fairy tales? Meant for ages past, but not for now. When do rates wake up from the bearish fairy tale? The bulls have the support of the bullish dollar due to Europe's struggle to stop inflation and avoid recession. But dollar strength also comes from higher U.S. rates. As investors gain confidence that the U.S. debt ceiling gets resolved positively, expect Treasury yields to drop while mortgage rates lag. I'm a believer. I couldn't lead bulls if I tried. These views are mine. See the face of rates at tmspotlight.com. Well, that was good. That's right from our era. Mark, you and I are both 72 years old. You know that music so, so well. Oh, well, I got to admit, Les's voice is getting better and better. He might go on I, tour pretty soon. <laughs> he may go on tour. That's so true. We may set up our own tour here, the podcast tour. Anyway, uh, great stuff in that. And um, I think a lot of, one of the things that when you look at the lagging of the rates, as we do see, he, and again, Alice has been on the podcast. She's taken the day off from the podcast. But Alice has said numerous times, I pay attention a lot to what Les says because he's been so scary accurate on so much of it. Now, so we're going to see a drop in the Fed, runs, Fed funds rate, and we could be seeing the mortgage rates lag a bit. So that's, there is a potential drop is what it's implying there. So I'd love to get Les on here. We'll get him back on to talk about that. He may be listening. Les, if you're here and listening, you can text me and we'll get you on, get your commentary on that. But good stuff. Great report. And um, looking at Matt Graham's screen here, Matt's not going to join us today. We've got, uh, he's enjoying his holiday as he should. But I got his screens up here right behind me and looking at how we broke out of, as he referred to it, as the bank failure uh, trend that we're in. We were in a sideways motion or sideways uh, range there for a while. We broke it out above that. But Les Parker just gave us some insights that maybe, just maybe here, not too distant future, we can see that all in rallying and improving. So hope you are right. So right, Lester. That was good talent. I like his singing. He is, he is a talented guy. Anyway, extremely bright and what he looks at the market. You need to get his newsletter. Sign up for Les Parker's newsletter at tmspotlight.com. You can get the paid version or free, according to the code POWER for Power Seller, in the, where it asks for a code. So put in the code POWER for Power Seller, and you'll get the new paid version for free. Matt Graham's website, again, is mbslive.net. You can get signed up at his website by using the code LOL for Liquid on Lending. 
So LOL sign-up code gets you the extended trial period without a credit card. Be sure to sign up. Just go ahead. I tell everyone, sign up, get your credit card out, sign up. You're not going to be disappointed. Everyone comments. Mark, everyone you know, uses um, uh, what Mac Graham has created. They go, this system is so, I can get this for what price? Are you serious? This is so affordable. So we have it up on our screens here. We believe in it, and it's something we can use. Folks, we don't. David Kittle's gone. Alice Alvey's gone. Alan's gone. So we're all enjoying. They're all enjoying the holidays. So there's some, some specific things I want to talk about, Mark. And I'm just so glad that you're here to talk about them with me. And you tired of talk touching on it, Mark? Because it's interesting. We are hearing as a consulting firm, as consultants out there, the number of people that are calling us and saying we think it's time to get into the business. Well, guess who also started in the business at a time where the cycle was down? It was Movement Mortgage. Casey Crawford Googled how to start a mortgage company in the midst of the last housing crisis, which brought on the big meltdown of the mortgage industry. Why would anyone start a mortgage company during that time? Well, he's now the fifth or sixth largest retail mortgage lender in the nation. And you look at it, I'd say it worked out pretty well for Casey. So maybe it is working pretty well. It could work out really well for you to consider either moving out on your own from your current employer where you're at. If you've got a great employer, stay there. I mean, this is a great time. You do need a, a good harbor, a safe harbor. And if you're with a great company, then stay there. But if you're not with them and you've got this urge to go out, then you may want to be looking at launching your own business. We're talking to more and more people doing that. Mark, I want to get your comments on that in just a minute. But what I'm looking at also is the technology that's going to be used there. There's some new technologies coming out that we'll be talking about. They're reaching out to us because of our podcast has the reach that it does. Many of them are saying, hey, we'd like to get on your podcast and tell our story. Love. They said, what is your story? They come on talking about we're, we're going to, we see that we can bring this kind of efficiencies to the market. The key word is efficiencies because we're going to be able to give them insights to artificial intelligence. Everyone uses that in some way. So I, anytime I start hearing that, they say, well, we've got artificial intelligence embedded into our technology. I go, show me. That's where you kind of get the Missouri thing. Show me. I'm going to, I'm glad to hear it. I'll, I'll believe you, but show me. Where is that technology? Where is that in there? And I'm telling you, there are some that are showing up, and it's developing. There's a whole – there's one particular company that I was talking to Alan Pollock about. There's a particular company in Florida that is a true AI engine that's coming in that he thinks could revolutionize the mortgage industry. Very interesting. Then we have companies like Candid, Garrett Locklear's Candid Technology. That is catching on by storm. And what it is doing, and it's combining another, all these various aspects. So there's a consolidation of services that are going on. You look at what Joe Weldon and his team is doing over there at Total Expert. This is so important because I want to be talking about in just a minute is increasing our reach, increasing our influence. And how do you do that? You cannot make enough phone calls. There's only so many days to do, you, so many hours in a day to make phone calls. But you start using companies. And te leveraging technology, something we recently started doing here with our firm, is we're leveraging a technology called Dripify. It's a way of connecting with mortgage professionals on LinkedIn, using LinkedIn as the preferred platform. <coughs> so we're really excited about some of the things that are coming on that we're using. So technology is going to be driving it. Mark, let's get into talking about some of the new businesses that are, that are popping up, some of the attitudes that you're hearing. And I'm, I love hearing those people because, like you were saying, Mark, so many are wringing their hands and saying this is the worst time they're thinking about getting out of the business. I wish those that you were getting out could listen to the people who are getting in. How, what do their voices sound like to you, Mark? What is the language that they're using? 
Well, it's interesting, David. I think uh, a lot of people that have been reaching out to all of us have been reaching out based on a lot of the uh, advertisers we have on the podcast because people are bringing technology to bear that, you know, five, ten years ago wasn't around. And the very idea that we have an underwriting technology we represent as an advertiser on our program that basically can eliminate repurchases for you. Right. That's pretty damn. That's pretty damn exciting. Yeah. If You're I remember my career together. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I think what what I kind of see right now is this. Um, I, I think people take have taken a money bloodbath, and they yeah. watched a lot of equity they build up that that they couldn't get out and maintain their company, and they're continuing to go down that road, and and they were not quick to adjust like they could. As you and I well know, we work with a lot of people trying to downsize their companies and do it effectively. It's not for the faint of heart because you've got to make some real hard decisions and live by those decisions that you make. But at the same time, the new people coming in the market are taking advantage of technology. They're taking advantage of the mistakes that have been made, and they've learned from those. They're laying out a game plan where they have, they're paying for the right kind of talent, do the right kind of job. They're not loading themselves up for a bunch of people that don't know what they're doing because they think they're going to grow massively overnight. So I like the like where everyone is coming from today, and I think we're going to create a new tier of people in the mortgage business that we haven't seen before. People that are that come in, we're willing to invest the money, we're willing to hire the talent, willing to buy the technology, and learn from the mistakes of others, and setting themselves up to be very successful in the future. But I tell the other folks out there, it's not too late. Uh, it's not too late for you to embrace the technologies that can kind of dig you out of the pit a little bit. And there's a lot of good people out there for hire that got let go in some of the companies that had to do massive downsizing. So I think it's kind of a, a little bit of a buyer's market on people, and that people and talent is one of the most important things that drives our industry. So I think that's a plus. So I'm excited for the future, but I'm, I'm, I really would tell you this, and I, it's not an advertisement for us as much as it's an advertisement for anybody that's, that's got expertise in the business to help you. There's a right way and a wrong way to do things about getting into the business or downsizing the business or getting out of the business. And if you don't avail yourself to people that know what they're doing on that, you can create you a bigger problem than you had when you started. Yeah. So we, we hope that all of you that are thinking about one of those alternatives right now really take advantage of the expertise that's in the industry to help us. And, of course, we would be glad to help. But yeah. that's kind of my overview on that. Well, that's – I mean, it's, it's – what I'm hearing is they – what the ones I'm talking to, I ask them, okay, a lot of people are thinking about exiting. Why are you thinking about getting into it? Now, most of them, there's some new companies that have never been in the industry before, and they're, they're needing education. And I think it's really it's our responsibility to educate them and realize what they're getting into because this is not the best of times. It's certainly not. We're not arguing that the headwinds aren't exactly that significant headwinds. There are. We've got a lack of inventory. We've got a rising scenario over interest rates, and you're and you'd be entering into a market where there's just a ton of fear in the marketplace. But most of them are going back, and they're talking to me about the fundamentals. But remember, when you look at two things, we, we look at when you're trading stocks, there's two aspects of what you look at. You look at the fundamentals. What is the value of this company I'm about to invest in? What is the amount of cash that they have? What are the sales that they have? What is the potential for growth of this company I'm about to invest in? Those are fundamentals that you're looking at. You're not looking at the other aspect of it, which is momentum. If you look at this industry and trade this industry as it relates to the current, what the momentum is, we got the big M, momentum, going against us. 
Again, we're watching plum values plummet. Now, we've seen a little bit of improvement in the, the amount of losses, but the vast majority of the MBA reported here just a week or so ago that the losses are at 68 basis points, still record. Now, it's off of the 99 basis points for the previous quarter. Um, for this last quarter, it was still 68 basis points. That is real numbers. That's real losses. So we're not sweeping the headwinds underneath. Those are headwinds. You have that kind of losses. It's because they haven't cut enough or they've cut to the bone and can't get enough production in to pay for the technology or pay for the, well, the technology and the people that they have, the overhead. So those headwinds are real. But those that are coming in are saying, we come in with no legacy, no baggage of staffing. We can come into the right level of staffing and we have an advantage. And they do unless you're willing to make the cuts necessary. Now, I also, Mark and I talk about this all the time. I don't believe that you can necessarily, the best strategy is is not to cut your way to profitability. It's how can we get more business in the door? There's still going to be a significant amount of business done. I think the MBA has just revised the number down again from what is there, but we're still in the trillions of dollars, a trillion over a trillion dollars of business is going to be written. Who's going to write it? It's those with the right attitude, which is really what I want to get into is I want to talk about your attitude and then your influence. Um, I was on, on uh, Friday, I flew uh, to uh, Springfield, Illinois. I had a cousin of mine who I'm 72, he's 76. Unfortunately, he passed away. Um, he had done everything to get himself healthy and really work on his health. In fact, he thought he was so healthy he could stop taking his heart medicine. And he had done so well. He worked, went keto, went, got in ridiculously great shape no longer needed to sleep with a CPAP, was doing all these things. He did all these things. The better forkies, like what so many people in the industry have done, they've done everything that's necessary, but they failed to focus on one thing. He failed to realize, I still have a heart disease. I still have a heart problem. And unfortunately, he went, got up to use the bathroom and had a stroke and died uh, about a, 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 two weeks ago. So we were up celebrating his, his, um, his life and his, uh, his funeral. And uh, it was really glorious to see all this family. But one of the things that really impressed me is I, I, mean, I was humbled about this, but so many of his family said, Dave, you had no idea the influence you had. Here's the key word, influence I had on him. You know, I think it was like, gosh, it would have been nearly 40, 40-some years ago. I had a big place where he was, what he was going through in his life. I had a big influence on him. I, I helped him in a particular area. And he took the principles of what I taught him, and he shared it with the rest of the family. And it spread to the rest of his family in such a big, big way. Everyone walked up to me, and I'm, most of them didn't know me from Adam when I was there. I mean, we, the family, it's a, the part of the family that we had not stayed in touch with as much as I'd like to, but I was real close to my cousin, and we showed up there. But by the time I left, I felt like I had reconnected or connected for the first time with family because of the influence I had in my cousin's life. And then how he took what I shared with him and he too then and shared that with him. And it, everyone was just going, are you the one that shared with Jim this knowledge? I go, yeah. He says, it changed our lives. It changed our lives and it's changed our lives. And it's out three generations now. So here's the thing I come back to. Number one is, yes, we are, no one's arguing the fact that we have headwinds. No arguments arguing that with this, these are the, the lowest volumes that we've experienced. And there's a bit, you know, 70, 50 to 70% drop off in volumes. And uh, we're still losing money as an industry. The average company is losing 68 basis points 
by and large. Many companies are still out going out of business or will soon be going out of business. Many already have. But that is being a contrarian thinker. You start looking at where is the opportunity. Remember that old story, Mark, the, the pony in the, the pile? You're a, you, you study psychology, right, Mark? You remember that one? Yes, sir. Yeah. The, the, the psychologist took a, a child. They took three children. And I've heard different versions of this. Three children. They got them out there, and uh, they took a poor kid. They took a rich kid and put him in a room with all the toys he ever wanted. A, a middle-class kid put him in the toys, the toys there. And then they put a, a poor kid in a room with nothing but a bunch of horse manure, just a bunch of horse shit. And so they went to the, looked in the window and saw the kid, the rich kid going, all the toys you could ever imagine. Pretty soon he's whining about not having a particular toy because they didn't put one particular toy in there. So he's whining about that going, oh, I'm okay. Then the middle class kid, he was there, but he got bored after a while. <clears throat> and then the kid with the, uh, all heard the story, the pony in the pile. See, the kid with the, that's in the room was just full of horse shit in there, the horse manure. And he's, it, he's throwing it. He's covered in it. He's got a grin from one end, you know. As they say, is a big shit-eating grin. He had, sorry for the language, sorry for those that offend, don't want to explain to anybody. But he's had this big grin across there, and he is smiling. And he, they go, what on earth? All you, you're, all you see here is a bunch of horse, shit, horse manure. He says, yeah, and with this much horse manure, there's got to be a pony in this pile somewhere. Again, that's a very overused story, but it's really got a principle in that. When are you looking at this? And many of those that are coming into the market right now are looking at the fundamentals. When you, what are some of the fundamentals that they're looking at? They're looking at the home ownership rate of millennials and Gen Zers. <clears throat> it is half of what the home ownership rate was for us baby boomers at this place in their, li- in their lives. And so when you look at, I mean, I think it's right at 29% when it should be upwards of 60%, and then going on up from there up to close to 68%, 67%, There is a huge void of, of – um, well, there's a huge opportunity to get them into homes. Well, say, yeah, but we don't have any homes to sell. Well, what can you do to influence that? What are you doing to have your borrower, the realtor you're working with, to help them get the few homes that are coming on the market and then helping other homes come to market? Builders are building as fast as they can. There is a pent-up demand. Are you going to sit around and agree, like one person said, go to the donut shop and go where all the, do not, all the people that believe there's nothing to do and talk about it? So it's all the do-nothings go somewhere to agree they ain't nothing to do, is what I heard one person say. Don't, I mean, don't get caught up in the negativity. Here's the thing I'm talking to our clients about. Mark and I are talking to our clients about the fact that you have influence and that never nothing came more clear to me than being at this funeral for my cousin. I made a difference in his life because of things I shared with him. And he passed it on to his family and then their family, and, then, and it's gone out. I was meeting people that were distant families. Some I wouldn't even consider family because it's so distant. They walked up to me and says, are you the one that – we heard Jim – one thing Jim did appreciate. I loved about thing about Jim. He was grateful, and he told the story. My cousin, Dave Lincoln, shared these principles with me, and it transformed my life. And I want to share them with you. And he was an evangelist. Two things he was an evangelist on were those are these business on these principles of life, life principles. And the other thing was he's a keto. He got into keto. He was so excited, but he's so healthy. He got so into it so much so that he didn't think he needed to take his medicine. That's a metaphor. We'll apply here in just a minute. But the point of it is, is the influence you can have if you have the right attitude, if you have the right principles by which you're operating by. Don't be moved by the momentum. The big M is moving against it. And a momentum is a reactionary force in the, in the industry that's looking at the current headwinds. 
It is bum- negative out there. It's a bummer. But if you look at the fundamentals, and that's where these new people are coming in. They're looking at the fundamentals, and they're not carrying the heavy overhead, the legacy uh, software that they have. They're, they're going with the fresh and new. They do have a bit of advantage. But there's no better advantage than if you're already in motion. What do they say about it? What's, what's that say, Mark? That an object in motion has a tendency to stay in motion. An object at rest has a tendency. Is that Newton? Is that Newton, Mark? Yep. Yep. News principle. You know, are you in motion? Are you sitting still? An, an object that is standing still, that's not in motion, has a tendency to stay immobile. An object that is in motion. So what motion, emotion and mobility are you applying on this. So, Mark, I'm going to ask you to list all this. I want you to pine to what I'm saying here. You have to bring it together, bud. Um, but what I'm really saying is, number one, increase your influence. Now, you need to use technology. That's why I love Joe Weldude, what he's doing over Total Expert. I love what Candid is doing. I love what some others are doing, and we'll be talking about it. They're increase Dripify, what we're doing with Dripify on LinkedIn. Increase your network. We just picked up a new client as a result of what we're doing on Dripify, with Dripify on LinkedIn. It's amazing what you can do when you start increasing your network. I'm already connected with 30-some thousand people on, uh, on LinkedIn, or we're going up to 100,000. I go into this market's down. I'm going to practice what I preach. So we hired someone who knows really knowledgeable on how to use Dripify, and there she is connecting us and getting our network increased out to 100,000 is the goal. I'm not going to be satisfied until I'm connected with everybody in the mortgage industry, and then I want to plant principles in it. I want to give. There's that principle, give it, it will be given unto you. Good measure, press down, shake it together. I want to give out principles like I gave to my cousin, free. That's what this podcast is about. We're wanting to plant into lives, into your hearts, into your minds, principles that will transform the way you think and look at things. Not surprising, the name of my consulting business. Our consulting business is Transformational Mortgage Solutions. We're here to transform the way you think about it, have you, the way you look at it, the tools you use. Yes, there is a big M. The momentum is working against us. You do not trade in, in this particular market, as you would think. But if you look at the fundamentals and you look at the buy opportunities, the entry points, or where to go in, right technology to use, you could have a real exciting career. Just ask Casey Crawford over at Movement Mortgage. He started in one of these markets, and you look at where they're at. That's not to say it was all roses and just went perfect. Casey and I got together, and we were – reminiscing about those early, early days here recently. We were together in Denver speaking at a conference. He was speaking at a conference I was attending. and um, It was just really fun to go back. We pulled aside afterwards, and we reminisced about some times where it's like, I don't know, if, did I do this right? He, he really struggled there for a little bit. But he got a good advisor. That was me. And we made sure that he stayed in the game. We kept pointing to the fundamentals. Yes, he had to make some course corrections here and there. You'll have to make course corrections. But if you have counsel, if you have if you surround yourself with a good business coach like Mark and I, you surround yourself. And there's others out there. It's not just about Mark and I. This is about surrounding yourself. There's many really good ones out there. And if you surround yourself with good counsel, good coaching, you will see yourself overcome. Again, not easy. Nope. But you can not only overcome, but when, when you, then you've got the big M moving for you when it does turn around. And that's where you get slingshotted out at ahead of the rest of the pack. Mark, I'll take a breath here and let you jump on it. You're the guy with the psychology. Man, you're the, you're the soapbox, David. I tell well, you, I got, yeah, well, I'm going to make a point that ties into everything you said. Uh, you mentioned about uh, 
movement moving, you know, yeah. and uh, you know, about things that stay in place can be staying in place. But I'm going to give you an example that most of us can relate to overnight. I have uh, stood back in awe and disappointment watching our federal government deal with the debt cap. Yeah. Uh, I thought how many more positive things they could be doing in Congress rather than dealing with that. They eventually are going to do it every time it happens. They have to do it. And why smart people can't get together and come to whatever agreement's necessary, get to get their personalities off their shoulders, get their party off their shoulders, and start thinking like they're the electric officials that we elected to do the job for us and keep our country moving forward. And they're not moving forward. So I have I have looked every every time I open my email or any social media, there's an article about what's gonna happen. We default on our debt nationwide. There's writers out there writing all these articles. There's Congress not doing anything. There's all this time that people all across the country have spent on that. And it doesn't matter because it's going to get resolved. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of who's gonna make the first compromises to make it work and how they do it, and they move on. And they do this all the time anyway because they keep extending the day out. And then when it gets down to the hard wire when we've got to do something, they'll come up with a solution. And it just bothers me that I see that in business too. I don't just see it in our politics in our country. I see it in business too mm-hmm. also. People have factors that come up in their day-to-day environment. They give them the signals of what's going to happen in their business, and, and they don't do anything about it. And that's what critical. I I I had to write a thesis for my uh, college SAT back years ago, and the topic of that thesis I tell people about all the time was uh, don't be open-minded or your brains will fall out. Well, I understand that. I didn't understand it when I wrote the thesis. You, you broke up. Say that again. You don't don't because I don't want to make sure. Just in case, don't. It may have been just okay. on my side. You don't be what? It's don't be open-minded or your brains will fall out. And the concept was be that if you sit there and you listen to everything you you hear and you take it in, you're going to have too much in there and your brains are just going to explode. But I take a contra position of that. I take the position if you're not fully aware of what's happening around you and taking that information in and distilling that to whatever you need to get your job done, you're missing the big mug and you're going to fall short of your goals and aspirations. So I just advise people to don't be our government. Pay attention to what's going on. Don't waste your time on silly stuff. Get things done. If you commit to a goal, make that goal. If you get to that goal and it doesn't deliver what you want it to deliver, modify it. If you still believe it, modify it and keep on trugging along and you'll get there. And if you need outside help, you get it. If you need new technology, you get it. And you just you you got to be you got to be forming a a locomotive going down the track and picking up passengers and carrying the cargo to the end because that's what it's all about in our business. We start off to create something to deliver it to people, and we have to get it there expeditiously and cost effectively, and have great people working on along the line. Do those things, and you're going to be successful. Do not model yourself after our governmental function in this country and the way they do business and the way they put off doing something like getting the uh, debt ceiling raised, which is something they deal with periodically again and again and again, and they run into the same roadblocks every time. Yes. <laughs> do, what's, do what is making people successful. Don't do what's not. That's right. I think it, there's, um, there's, a, there's 
a lot of people are looking at this market. And one of the things I want to challenge you to do, and I'd love to hear from you that are, are doing this and doing this successfully. We've got, uh, we've got Phil Treadwell, who's going to be coming on, on our podcast. Really excited about Phil's segment that's coming up. Uh, we talked to him, Mark and I talked to him the other day, and we're going to be recording it this coming week. But Phil talks about the importance of reaching out and broadening your network and broadening your influence. And the number of people, this is a numbers game. It's, but it's, a, a, it's a smart numbers game. It's going to the right people with the right message and going to more of them if that's what it takes. And I think that's where a lot of people is they're getting caught up in the fear of what's going on. They get caught up and they're not staying proactive. Again, I wish you could, each one of you could listen in on the conversations we're having about those that are either starting a new business, coming into the business for the first time, but they're doing so on a very intelligent basis and they're playing off and they're actually focusing on those that have fear. And hopefully anyone listening to this podcast is on the positive side, not caught up in fear, but unfortunately many, many are. So there's probably some still listening to fear. If you're in fear, they're playing off of your fear and they're going to go in and take market share from you. You've got to get around to start increasing your influence. And if you don't have it in you, then go find something else to do. That's hard talk. But it's, I mean, if you can't find it in you, then you should get out there, get out of it because you're not doing yourself any good. You're not doing your company any good, but there's so much opportunity that is merging out of this current crisis. I believe we're going to be coming out of this. Yes. We've got more bank failures. Someone just texted me. What about the bank failures day? We got more of them coming. Yes, I believe we will. We're going to have more of them. And I think that's going to be another focus that's coming up. We've got the debt ceiling issue. I think that's going to get resolved temporarily. It seems like that just rolls around to a new issue every time. I get concerned about the amount of debt we're carrying as a country. But that, that's not the purpose of the podcast. It, that is what it is. Like someone was talking about, what about this or what about that? Is, GF, is, Fannie, or is um, CFPB going to be around or are they going away? Who cares? They're the regular board regulatory body we have. If it does, if it goes away, we'll have another one in there. We need because we do don't do a good job of being a self controlling ourselves, self administering our activities. We do need a regulatory body. I hate to say it. It's just a part we've done a terrible job as an industry of regulating ourselves. And it's because those that start getting outside the boundaries start calling outside of the lines. We as an industry don't confront them and we should, but we don't. So, we get a regulatory body. If you don't want to um, manage your neighborhood, then you have to bring the police in. If you don't like the policeman that's in there and trying to help bring law and order around, you're going to be dealing with If you don't do it, he's going to do it, and he may not do it quite the way you could do it. Could go on and on and on about this thing, but there's just so much opportunity when you look at the fundamentals. Back to the fundamentals. Accentuate the positive. I think we were <laughs> singing that last week. So I've got a little bit of a head cold from this travels I had here, so I'm not going to try doing any of that. But accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, and um, there is an opportunity in this market. Mark, as we get ready to wrap it up, go enjoy our Memorial Day holiday. What would you like to add to this? What you said is summed up in, uh, in, in just a real simple term. Uh, Never lose your optimism about what you can accomplish because it's all within you and the people around you to be successful. And economic times, good and bad, come and go. And the smart people that survive are the ones that take advantage of that and work through it and are survivors on the other end. So if you do that and you do it in our business, uh, you'll be around a long time after David and I are gone. So we wish you all a a uh, wonderful Memorial Day to all the 
all the folks out there and thinking about our veterans that passed on in service. And uh, I'm honored to be here in, on this podcast today, but also honored to say something about the veterans that are no longer with us. And that's what Memorial Day is all about. Let's remember them and remember them well. We thank their families that are still here with us. And uh, there's some wonderful things that are programs out there where we can bless our veterans. And we're, my wife and I are giving into those. And I think it's so important that we do that. Folks, it's about your, so much of this is your ability, your attitude determines your altitude. You've heard all these motivational speakers say these kind of things, but it is really true. Surround yourself with people that see the opportunity and that they don't ignore the, the, uh, the, the things that are the circumstances that we're facing. We don't ignore those. That's stupid. But how are they overcoming them? What are things that you're doing? Surround yourself with those people. That's the purpose of our podcast. That's why we have, we come on is to bring you knowledge of uh, not only what's going on in the marketplace and uh, the trends that we're having, but also we're bringing on technology partners. We've got a couple of new ones coming on as sponsors. Really excited about that. So real exciting opportunities out there. Let's say a thank you to a, <coughs> excuse me, Time to wrap this up here with my cold. Uh, say a special thank you to our sponsors, Candor Technology, Finastra, Total Expert, Simple Nexus, Mortgage Bankers Association of America, Lenders One, Mortgage Collaborative, Knowledge Coop, Mobility, MMI, Modex, and Mortgage Advisory Tools. Thank you all for your sponsorship. Thank you, listeners, for being here each and every week and telling others about the podcast. You want to be positive? We pump out positive information here. And if you have things that you want, you think we can do better, we're open there. We want to hear from you. There's, and we love the words of encouragement. We get so much of it. So thank you for the words of encouragement. Have yourself a great rest of your Memorial Day. Most of you are probably listening to this other than Memorial Day. But we appreciate you being here and sharing it with others. Have a great week, everyone, and a great Memorial Day. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin' of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.